Hello and welcome to the 25th episode of Criminal Profiling. This week we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm just going to dive into a few people I barely know anything about. And they were put on the, these names were put on the table by a friend of mine, Monica. Uh, the first one is Alex Murdaugh. The second one is Lori Noreen Vallow. And we are going to start with Alex Murdaugh since he was already found guilty. I know a little bit about the murder um, and who was murdered. I know a little bit about that. I don't know any dates off the top of my head. I have no notes in front of me. So I'm actually just going to look at the chart, see what pops into my little head here. Okay, Alex Murdaugh first. I asked my friend Monica what do people want to know, and she said, probably, like, do you think he could have did it? Because it's all circumstantial evidence, really. There's no absolute concrete DNA, you know, attaching him to the uh, crime itself. Closest they've got is the uh, recording, which uh, places him at the scene of the crime within just a few minutes, which is pretty damning evidence, and which is probably why he's in jail right now. Okay, let's see what we got here. Alex Murdaugh. Let's see, born June 17th, 68. He's a Gemini. Oh, look at all that Gemini. He's got four planets in Gemini, and they are in a stellium. So we are talking intelligence with this, especially with the uh, uh, Gemini involvement, being an air sign of the intelligence, right? We got Venus, the planet of attraction. The sun, his whole individuality is embedded in here. That's why he's the sun sign Gemini. His action and the energy he expends in life will primarily be in a social atmosphere. Mars in Gemini, Mercury in Gemini, the social planet, Mercury, the planet of communications, in its home sign. It's the ruling planet for Gemini. Of course, you know it, uh, Mercury also rules Virgo, but in this case, we're going Gemini all the way. Cerebral, talking, communication, that sort of thing. Although this guy, this guy is uh, probably a little more uh, well-trained in the uh, lawyer area, I understand. He's got a history, the family history going back. I know very little about that. I just know that this uh, family of his goes way back in time, and they've remained in this area, and everybody knows them, and they're a big name in the area. So they have a reputation to upkeep in a huge way because it's historical. What stands out for uh, Alex right away, if you're thinking of crimes or what could possibly be going wrong here, is the um, multiple squares to Uranus, which also contains an op a possible, op oh, well, a very likely opposition to the moon, because it is zero degrees, so we can uh, likely include that. Uh, we have Saturn in conjunct Uranus, which is pretty important, Saturn in conjunct Neptune. So, wow, uh, Uranus sticks out like a sore thumb. And there's also the question of the uh, Sun in conjunct Neptune, Venus in conjunct Neptune, Jupiter square Neptune, Saturn in conjunct Neptune. A bunch of words are coming to mind right now. Possibilities, of course, that can't... You can't take anything as final here. So the outstanding thing is Uranus, as mentioned. This can create accidents, although it's ingenious and whatnot and spontaneous. This is also often the downfall in crime. And this might be uh, Alex's downfall. Uh, and what got him caught is that uh, the unexpected is Uranus. Uranus rules chaos, the unexpected, things you didn't plan for. Accidents, for instance. Accidents are also ruled by Mars. It depends. But yeah, sudden, unexpected events, uh, Uranus is great for that. When you have Mars square Uranus, which in this case we do, that's a, certainly a propensity for accidents himself. So this guy may jump the gun, do something off the cuff. He may do something erratic, not totally thought through, even though he might believe it is well thought through. In that particular part, 
the believing himself, his self-deception, is Sun in conjunct Neptune and um, Jupiter square Neptune can also play a role there too. Uh, Venus in Gemini. So yeah, Venus uh, in conjunct Neptune uh, can be included a little bit there just simply because it's in Gemini, that communications. And that's kind of what I'm thinking about right now, that deceptive part. And there seems to be a, a potential for a great deal of deception, both on a higher level and on a, just even a personal level. As, as a guy, he might be deceptive in many ways or and or self-deceptive. In this case, I think he might trip himself up through Uranus it's a very likely thing. There's so much Uranus going on. It's very likely could cause with uh, you know this guy getting a sudden inspiration, but not thinking it all through. This could be a downfall for him. That Uranus. Look how powerful it is. It's everywhere. And Mercury is involved. His thinking. Mercury square Uranus. So when people ask, could this guy have done it? Wow, man! This guy killed his own child and his wife. Well, there's nothing outstanding um, with Saturn. We'll need to look to the moon a little bit here. We have to be very careful. We don't have a time of birth. So there's no houses and the orb, uh, 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 orbs of the moon have to be considered very carefully. Uh, we're kind of falling into some good luck here because the moon's square Mercury is only two degree orb. So that's, that's very likely active. Moon square Venus, zero degree orb, active. Moon square Mars, only a two degree orb. That's very likely active. So we're starting to get an idea of who this guy is, this very active, but somewhat um, controlling, overbearing, forceful, domineering personality. And this is because the Sun square Pluto, Venus square Pluto, he's even attracted to it. And in, speaking of the moon, it's got the moon opposite Pluto. So he's also got the moon square Mars, moon opposite Pluto. So this can take one into a self-absorbed place of narcissism that is so great that he could potentially kill his own children. Had his moon been more empathetic than it is, um, and he does have empathy, like there is something there. I mean, he does have the moon trine Neptune, you know, for picking up on things, and he can use that in his lawyer work, I imagine, for picking up on subtle clues and whatnot. He's an intelligent guy. He's got Jupiter trine Saturn. He's got those aspects he needs. Mercury sextile Saturn to become a lawyer, to be steadfast, sun sextile Saturn. But we're not focused as, focusing on the positives here. We, we, we're uh, focusing on murder. So that's uh, the only possibility there is that narcissistic, self-absorbed, self-preservation of Pluto. He's looking after his own means. And he's able to do that because of the moon. Because otherwise, I think too much empathy would have been shown through and it wouldn't have. But this, again, is the possibility of a sudden inspiration, a very sudden and powerful decision, and that came out of nowhere, that he just jumped on it too quick. And that's that Uranus coming back, and that's what I, I'm kind of stuck with Uranus. I think that might have been his downfall. And he's likely to do that because Mars is pushing him that way too. He's got the Sun conjunct Mars. So when he jumps on something, he's jumping with force. Mercury conjunct Mars. Venus conjunct Mars. This guy's got a lot of energy, so when he does do something, it's powerful and, and quick and sudden and decisive. So when the Uranus takes in, gives him that sudden impulse to do something rather destructive, which can be Uranus as well. That's where Pluto comes in between the Pluto, Mars, and the Moon, and Uranus. The, the, three, the four things working together, those four kind of in combo, working together can produce that murder. And I think Uranus is involved. That inspiration comes in. He's, just, he's added it all up. He's frustrated. There's too much money he's going to lose in the future. Think too many things. 
he's just jumped on some kind of a decision uh, to, you know, to save face himself, whatever's going to happen, whatever's going to come out in court, all the other stuff that could be involved that I don't even know about. He's kind of looking after himself here. And that's the Plutonian stuff coming in. Uh, and of course, with the sun conjunct Mars, sun being the ego, whatnot, and saving face, it's all in Gemini, so on and so forth. They're all kind of working together. And he is indeed a deceptive guy. He's not going to get away with that. He's got too much uh, deception to not be a deceptive person as he is, as, as he was his whole life. Uh, sun in conjunct Neptune. Venus in conjunct Neptune. Um, he's kind of attracted to that. Jupiter square Neptune doesn't help because that's his morals and stuff. So that's not going to come to his aid anymore much. Too much um, imagination and uh, openings there for uh, negative uh, energy. Uh, with the square, uh, Saturn in conjunct Neptune gets more even more morose. And so this guy may not have been very a nice lawyer, I don't know, but, or, you know, he's playing face. He can pretty much do anything. He does have the sun sextile Jupiter. He can come off really well. Mercury sextile Jupiter. This guy can come off like a pro, very seasoned pro. Sun sextile Jupiter, sextile Saturn, Mercury sextile Jupiter and Saturn. Venus sextile Jupiter. He's even got a likable, charming side. He's got, he's got a lot going on, but he's got that undercurrent, that Pluto undercurrent. But you should be able to feel it off the guy. If you knew him personally, you should be able to feel that overbearing. This is a guy who's going to control things, either subtly or outwardly and aggressively. And he's not altogether honest or trustworthy. Definitely not trustworthy or honest. Okay, who's this? Lori Vallow. I even know less about her. I remember seeing things in the... I'm just, I was really busy doing some other stuff, so I couldn't follow it very well. But I was picking up on tidbits when they were chasing her and stuff, and when they found the bodies. I heard little tidbits, but my friend Monica says I should uh, put this out there and just do kind of a run-through on her. So I'm going to do that. I've included this guy, uh, Chad Daybell. I know nothing about this guy. I just know that he's involved with the hiding of the, they, of course, the bodies were found on his property. So I just know tidbits like that. Okay. Lori. Okay. Listen. Okay. If Chad, okay. Some people are wondering if Chad might be the guy that's actually directing Lori in the long run. And she's just uh, transfixed with this guy, obsessed with him. And God knows what. Well, I've got other couples that are very similar. We could do a, a program on that one day. So Chad, Sun square Neptune, Mercury square Neptune, Saturn in conjunct Neptune. I was wondering if this guy might play a very deceptive role and be in there. He's got the Sun in Leo, Mars in Leo, Mercury in Leo. So he's into entertainment type stuff, romance, weird stuff. I say weird stuff because if you're looking at Neptune, Neptune rules that kind of eerie, there's an eerie side to something that's very deceptive. Whereas Uranus as a futuristic thing is clean futuristic. In this case with Lori and Chad, I was looking through tidbits it certainly had a more deceptive edge to it. And that's where their alien stuff, I know they talk a lot about being aliens or whatever the heck they are. I'm not even going to get into that, but um, all that stuff about their otherworldly things. And I'm not surprised they're from Utah. Isn't that a Bible belt? Things get all religious and crazy out there. So um, these people just might've gone off the religious edge. And the edge is um, not totally religious, like Orthodox religion, like Christianity, which is Jupiter. We got Neptune now. So we're talking occult type edge to it. Strange, eerie forces at work, that sort of things. Creepy maybe even. Different levels like that, but that eerie side to it. Uranus, like I say, is more 
it's cleaner. It's not got that dirty, uh, sneaky kind of edge to it. It's out there, but it's futuristic. So these guys are talking futuristic, but they're not really futuristic. They're creepy, kind of got creepy things going on. So it's more Neptunian. And when you, and you look at Chad, Sun square Neptune, Mercury square Neptune, Saturn in conjunct Neptune. Perfect for that. His whole being is right in there. It's entertainment value for these people, man. Look at that with the, with the Leo. So they could be using this as a ploy to get off and maybe just crazy, or they could believe it. Or they did play to each other. Chad, maybe Chad played her, or they played each other, or they just were a puzzle, two puzzle pieces that really fit together well because Lori's also deceptive in the exact same way as Chad is. He's got the sun square Neptune. Well, she has the sun in conjunct Neptune, which is partly sun opposite Neptune, sun square Neptune in essence, right? It makes it very troublesome. Whereas um, Chad is the sun square Neptune. So you can see they have a lot in common right off the bat with that Neptune. And that's that weird religious thing going on with them, right? Um, she's intelligent. She's got Mercury trine Neptune. She's got, um, she's also, um, Lori's very active physically and much more overbearing and controlling uh, than Chad is because Lori has the sun square Pluto. She also has a very strong Mars, sun square Mars. This lady has a bit of a temper. She's just out there. She's, um, she would be very assertive and very uh, aggressive almost, you know, as opposed to Chad, who's got that softer, watery side, right? Isn't he, doesn't he look soft and chubby, kind of like a big fish? I don't know. I was looking at a picture. Anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, she's much more likely to wear the pants in the family, even if he's got to cast a spell on her. And spell casting is, of course, that Neptune thing again, when you want to, you know, cast a spell and deceive them through that spell. It would be a, a Neptunian spell they would cast. Well, Chad. On the other hand, if she is the true force and she's just dragged him along, as they've connected through that sun square Neptune and other uh, connections they would have in their chart, they, they would take those and they've gotten together for that reason, just naturally. Oh, well, whatever. I, like I said, I know very little about them or the case. Um, those poor kids I know were buried in Chad's backyard, you might say. And there was some kind of cemetery back there where animals were buried, pet cemetery, something going on back there. I'm not sure, but I think my friend Monica mentioned something like that. Anyway, so there's a bit of strangeness there. That really shows in Chad with that strong Neptune and the Saturn, death, in conjunct Neptune. That brings us right to the, there's a morbid side to Chad that's possible, right? And Lori's right in there, but she's, she's intelligent, but she's really, uh, she's quick to, uh, she's um, vulnerable to, powerful, sudden attractions and sudden breakups, sudden destruction, sudden breakups under mysterious conditions, death under mysterious conditions. Venus square Uranus for Lori. Where is Venus? Ah, Cancer. Venus conjunct Mercury, it looks like, in Cancer, square Uranus. Hmm, sudden changes, eh? So where do the children come in where you're going to kill your own children? Well, she does have the sun conjunct Saturn. So she's a very stern kind of, she has a very cold side. She has a kind of a cold side to her, but also a soft, almost sensual side to her because of the sun in conjunct Neptune. So guys might see something very erotic about her and they might see something, that, that deceptive side to her when she have affairs and stuff like that, right? The sun square Pluto shows, well, she'll make that final decision because she's got, she's got a lot of um, potency there. So she actually can be directing things more than people realize. She could be the leader. 
She's a stronger person than Chad, right? All in all. But if Chad's cast a spell and using her strength, but you know, she still has to kill her own kids. And that, but that's where Saturn square Pluto comes in. She needs things like this. Sun conjunct Saturn. The sun is in the sign of family, cancer. It's conjunct Saturn, which is coldness and death. So there you have that little bit there. But then we can move on with that combination. Sun conjunct Saturn, square Pluto. Sun square Pluto, Saturn square Pluto. So that combination, the family, of being influenced, the social life, Sun conjunct Saturn in Gemini, over to Pluto, which is where are you, in the sign of partnerships, uh, legal contracts, uh, criminal action, uh, just attracted to crime and a criminal a tendency towards crime due to afflictions, such as Saturn square Pluto. You also have Mars opposite Pluto, where she made it vacillate and go, I don't know if I want to do it. Okay, let's do it. And when she does do it, it goes big. It's Pluto. And when I mean big, it can include murder. So, and keep in mind, Sun square Pluto, Mars opposite Pluto, Saturn square Pluto. This lady is very dangerous compared to Chad. Chad's dangerous in a psychological way, more so than a physical way. You know, Lori beat the crap out of him, probably, if she let loose. But So Lori is that masculine energy. Chad actually is the feminine energy, predominant. So it looks like there's only two ways to, that it can go. Is Chad capable of charming her right over to murder? Um, probably not. Lori's too strong. Uh, the spell would have to be outstanding. She is Venus square Uranus, like so you got to give her that. And Venus is in Cancer, so there's a heartfelt. She's attached to him, sudden and powerful. On the other hand, Uranus is in Libra again, and there's that possibility of long-term marriage. I believe they did get married, right? So that that is that Libra, Pluto and Libra, and it's connected to so many planets like um, Mars and Mercury, um, the Sun for marriage and all that sort of stuff. So you could see her marrying probably a few times. But in point of fact, I think Lori may be the, the, the strong force behind it. I would, go, I would tend towards Lori being the predominant force and Chad being um, under her spell maybe. Because Sun square Neptune, Mercury square Neptune, it's active, but it doesn't mean that um, she can't pull the wool over his eyes just as much as he could pull the wool over her eyes or they put a spell over each other, in fact. Right? And just be that perfect match for that. Then get into the murder thing. That's Lori's domain. She's more apt to murder her own kids rather than Chad go after her kids. Although he does have some bad aspects. Right? So they're kind of perfect for each other. But I think Lori kind of takes the edge there for strength because of Mars and everything. I think uh, in the end, at the end of the day, she's going to kind of dictate how things go. And he's capable of doing a lot of morose things. Right? Saturn in conjunct Neptune. Saturn in conjunct Uranus not to mention his Venus conjunct Jupiter. So he's very attractive to her. He's got his own charm. Venus conjunct Jupiter. So there you go. Perfect for each other. She's charmed. But when it comes down to the big murders and stuff, I think kind of Lori takes the cake there. <laughs> I think Lori kind of is the leader in, in the murder department. And uh, Chad's just a perfect uh, partner to, to um, do this kind of stuff with. 